Welcome to the Magoosh IELTS Podcast. This is episode 16. Today we have a very special episode for you with our guest, Michael from Happy English. Michael will answer our IELTS student questions, including what is the best way to improve your English vocabulary? How can you be braver when it comes to speaking English? And how can you improve your English fluency? Okay, let's get started and welcome Michael to the show. Today we have a very special guest from Happy English. His name is Michael and he is joining us on our podcast. Thanks for joining us, Michael. We're excited to have you here. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I'm excited to be here. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure thing. So um, I actually started uh, teaching English in uh, 1994, um, and I worked for a language, one of those big language school chains for quite a long time. And then in 2010, I started my own tutoring company in New York called Happy English, and um, I give private lessons uh, in my office in New York as well as online. Uh, plus, I have um, a podcast and what else, a YouTube channel, and a couple of books out there. So I uh, spend every day trying to help people improve and learn English. Wow, that is so fantastic. I'm excited to be on the line with an English language teacher. Um, I actually have some questions that came to us from our students, and mm-hmm. I'd love to get your answer to them. What do you oh, think about that? I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah, sure. Fantastic. Um, So the first question I have comes from Nima in California. Mm -hmm. She asks, what are the best ways to improve my English vocabulary? Do you recommend any specific books, courses, or other resources? Uh, That's a great question because uh, vocabulary is one of those things that once you are beyond the beginner level, um, it's really important to, to keep working on that. That's, to me, that's a, that's a lifetime uh, goal. And so uh, in, terms of, in terms of books, uh, recently uh, there's a series of books that I really love. It's called The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And this is a series of books. Basically, it's the story of a boy who just started junior high school or middle school, and it's his diary. And he uses a lot of everyday spoken, colloquial, casual English. And um, there's a, that's a great way to pick up idioms, to pick up slang. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a pretty easy read. It's a comic novel, so there are some pictures along there. And uh, that's, that's one of my favorite books these days for um, improving vocabulary and uh yeah books like reading is a great way to do that and i always feel like if you have a book and you know whatever you like whatever you're interested in you might think that the diary of a 12 year old boy is not interesting that's okay um find something that you like i love that tip like i'm learning french and i think Mm -hmm. reading children's books has been really helpful to that end right if it's something that you enjoy doing, then you're motivated to do that. And, and that's great. And I always think like if you read something and you you read a page or 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 a paragraph and you think, okay, what 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 did I read? What are they talking about? Um, if you can understand 
about 60 to 70% on average of what you just read of that page without having to use a dictionary, that's the right book for you. And I would even go so far as to say if you had like 50 to 60% that you understood without a dictionary, that's the right level for you. That's the right book for you. But if it's something where you, you know, every sentence, there are two or three words you don't know. And the, the amount of vocabulary makes it so you can't understand it, then you need something else. And there's something called the Penguin Readers. It's a series of books. If you uh, go to your favorite bookstore, you can look for Penguin Readers. And they, these are books that are um, at different levels for people who are learning English. And they're all different kinds of stories, all different kinds of topics. And that's another great way to improve your vocabulary. But, you know, the thing is, once you have vocabulary, maybe you learned it from a book or you have, have a teacher or you heard it in a conversation, what do you do with that vocabulary? How do you remember it? Um, I think, and maybe right. Nami, you have this when you're studying French, you know, you have your notebook, you have a word, you, you list the words, you, you put the translation or you put the, the English meaning. Um, and it's like this notebook of, of lists of words. Um, mm -hmm. What I like to do is uh, take the word, put it in a sentence. And um, whatever the sentence is, it really should be a sentence that's true in your world. So the question from Nima was, uh, what are the best ways to improve my English vocabulary? Improve. Okay, improve means make better. And so maybe Nima can write a sentence in her notebook that says, um, I really want to improve my vocabulary. Or after listening to the Magoosh podcast, I feel like I am improving my vocabulary. And so what you've done is you've put the word in a sentence, which is true for you. And if it's true for you, you'll remember it. And, and study those sentences. That's, that's my best advice for improving vocabulary. That is fantastic advice. Thank you so much. Um, I have another question for you. Sure, wow. This one comes from Sunny in New Jersey, and she writes, I've lived in the US for four months, mm -hmm. but I'm afraid to talk in English. She says, how can I be more brave? Sunny, Sunny, you are in New Jersey. I'm in New York. The only thing separating us is the Hudson River. And my friend, if you want to be brave, think about it like swimming in the river. If you came to me um, and said, I want to learn how to swim, I would say, jump in the river. Um, the only way to overcome that fear is to do it. So you can read a lot of books about swimming. You could watch YouTube videos about swimming. You could go to the Olympics or go to the local beach and watch people swim. But the only way that you're going to do it is to jump in the water. And I know that the first time you jump in the water of an English conversation, it's really cold. It's cold. There's yeah. there's nothing to save you when you you know you you your head goes under the water. You swallow a little water, and oh, it's it's a it's a hard experience. But that's the only way to do it. 
I lived in Japan for four years. My second language is Japanese. And when I lived wow. in Japan, um, it was a challenge for me to go to the dry cleaner. I was so afraid to go to the dry cleaner to bring my suits. Like, like even things like that, I was just, I was very nervous about doing, but I, I forced myself uh, to do that. And I forced myself to, to be in whatever kind of situation that I could, that I could use English. And so um, that's what you, that's what you got to do. You know, do you need cash? Well, go to the bank, but don't use the machine. Go inside the bank, go to the window. And, you know, these days, nobody goes inside the bank to talk to the staff there anymore. Everyone's online. So they would love to talk to you. Hey, it's a nice day today. Yeah, it's a beautiful day today. I love New Jersey's weather in June. Um, and, and that's how you can practice. But you, you got to You just have to do it. That is such a good point. And it's so easy now to avoid talking to people, even at the grocery store, the gas station. So I think that's a great point, taking that extra step to right. start those conversations. That's right. That's right. We have even more great tips for you coming up, but let's pause for a word from Magoosh. Thanks, Naomi. Do you want a great IELTS score? Well, guess what? Magoosh can help. Here's how. We have in-depth video lessons that cover IELTS concepts, pitfalls, and shortcuts, over 200 practice questions to help you prepare, 24-7 email access to a team of smart and fun remote tutors ready to answer your questions. So, are you ready to improve your score and get into your dream program? Great! We're ready to help. Visit us at IELTS.Magoosh.com. That is I-E-L-T-S dot M-A-G-O-O-S-H dot com. Use coupon code IELTSPODCAST, that's one word, no spaces, to save 20% off your IELTS test prep. That's it. All right, now back to the story. So, Michael, do you have time to answer one more question? Sure, of course. That'd be great. Great. So this question comes from Evan. He's in the United Arab Emirates, mm -hmm. and he asks, my speaking fluency is very slow, and I take a long time to organize sentences. Could you please give me some tips to overcome my inability? Evan, that's a, that's a really great question, too. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you the advice that I gave to myself when I started learning Japanese, um, which was, you know, when you do something in everyday life, in your mind, you're thinking about what you're doing in your native language. And so very simply, you wake up in the morning and everyone has the morning routine. You wash your face, you brush your teeth, um, you put on the coffee. And so what I used to do when I was first learning Japanese is I would take those sentences and write them down and I would hang them in my bathroom in my kitchen. And I would walk into the bathroom and I would look at the sentence and I would speak. That's right. I would talk to myself and I would say, I am going to wash my face. 
and I would wash my face and then I would say, I'm washing my face. Of course, it's difficult to do that, <laughs> to speak and wash your face. And if you think that's difficult, try to go, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm brushing my teeth. Um, and then I would go into the kitchen. I would say, hmm, I would open the refrigerator. Hmm, let's see, what do I have in my refrigerator? And I would just speak to myself using my new language, which is Japanese. And that was practicing fluency. And why I think that talking to yourself is a good idea is because the more the words and sentences come out of your mouth, the easier it is. And the less time you need to organize your sentences, it, it makes your thinking time shorter. And thinking in English, some people call that image training. So you're, you're just, you know, thinking about something using English, and you're speaking it. And that's a good way to practice, you know, you leave the house, you walk down the street, maybe you live in a city, and you see two cars and you say, wow, the yellow car is newer than the black car, but the black car is nicer than the yellow car. There you go. I've just practiced uh, comparative adjective sentences. So um, if you do that with a very low voice so that people around you don't think you're weird, um, that's a great way to practice uh, fluency, especially if you live somewhere where you don't have a partner or a person that you can speak English with. I think that's a fantastic tip, Michael. I actually have used something similar while riding oh. my bike to work. I cool. will repeat vocabulary, say things out loud to myself, and nobody can hear me because I'm on my bike. So That's right. I think I should employ that more often. And I think Evan should also try this trick. What a fantastic idea. That's right, Evan. Don't don't be afraid to talk to yourself in English because all the people around you, if you're not living in an English speaking country, they don't know what you're saying anyway. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. So we are about to wrap up of before I let you mm -hmm. go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? Absolutely. So uh, my website is myhappyenglish.com. And uh, if you go there, you can find my podcast, YouTube videos, um, and links to all my social media places where I post lessons. So yeah, myhappyenglish.com. That's the place. Fantastic. You are a very busy person and we appreciate everything you're doing to help students learn English. And thanks for coming on the show. Naomi, thank you so much for having me. It was a, a pleasure to be here. So what did you think? Did Michael give you some awesome tips for becoming more fluent in English? Make sure to check him out at myhappyenglish.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, help us out by leaving a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Until next time, this is Naomi at Magoosh wishing you happy studying.